0: Hey there, everyone. Welcome. This is Dave DeBow. This is another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. As you can tell, I'm not in my usual surroundings. I'm on the road in beautiful Ajax, Ontario. And today is my pleasure to be speaking with Jean Philippe Claude, who is a very, very successful real estate entrepreneur. He's also a big part of the whole, the biggest real estate club in Montreal. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm That's pretty correct. sure you guys are the, by far the, the biggest
1: and the oldest.
0: He might be the biggest club in Canada. I mean from the numbers I've seen you guys have it's pretty amazing. Club Immobilier in Montreal and forgive my butchering of the pronunciation. That's all right. With a name like Deboe I should speak French a lot better than I do. But <laughs> forgive me I do. So, Jean-Philippe, welcome to the call. Great to have you here.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, Hi everyone. Excited. Watching
0: so Jean-Philippe, why don't you tell us a little bit about how did you get into this whole crazy world of real estate investing and where has it taken you?
1: I'm actually an engineer. So I graduated in 2008 as a mechanical engineer. And after that, I was uh, 25, I think, back at the time. And I did start traveling. Actually, I went twice, four months around the world, spent four months in the Malayas and having a lot of fun. And then I came back and I said, okay. That's the game. So I don't want to work as a 40-hour job, some kind of 40-hour job as an engineer. So I started looking at different options that was available to become financially independent and be able to travel much more and take control of my time. And basically, I invested in the stock market since I'm 13 years old under fake wow. accounts from my sisters. So there was no internet at the time. I had to call and, and pretend that I was a lady trading. So that was quite fun. It was quite a lot of fun. And then after that, I saw also my parents, my parents own a, a clothing company since, actually I'm born since 1979. And I saw them working a lot. So they say, okay, this is not financial independence. And eventually there's one guy just told me like, did you think about real estate investing? And so I said, no. And the first jump I did, when I came back from traveling, instead of buying a house, I went and buy a triplex in Montreal, converted into a fourplex. And then I started following classes here and there and just started and expanded quite fast because this was 2013 that I actually started my real estate investment career. So that's what I that's That's my story. Short story.
0: Wow, okay. So from that first triplex that you converted into a fourplex... Yep. Where has that taken you now? Because I know you focus on multifamily properties. Where where's yep. your portfolio now, and
1: what do you like to? Focus on? So I own holding new apartments. I own uh, 180 apartments, yeah, in Montreal and close to Montreal. Still going up, going much faster now. So still buying, still having fun. Still think it's the best investment in the world. There's nothing that beats that. So still happy. So it's been uh, let's say five years. I'm an, I'm real estate investor since. Uh, yeah, about five years ago, when I
0: started. Wow, well, that's that's a very very fast progression in five Thanks. years. How have you been able to grow your portfolio so big so quickly?
1: Raising capital. Yeah. Okay, that's your specialty, raising capital. Because after my first deal, actually, I took money from my bank account to buy that triplex with the uh, CMHC. So only 10% cash down. After that, I had some pension from the city as well to renovate my triplex into a fourplex. So I made a, a little bit of money. Out of this. So I bought a 17 plex just outside of Montreal with that money. And then after that, stuck. So basically, what I did is start raising capital. So, talk to a friend saying, What about if we share 50 50? So, we share 50 50 of the equity, you put 100% of the cash down, and I do the job and I find the deal. And that's that's where it all started so nice. you raise capital you raise capital like like you do actually yeah Dave so you raise capital and you bring capital into the investment and that goes into the fast lane where you can go much faster
0: yeah definitely well congratulations on that you've gone you. very big very quickly that's fantastic and I love love the structure too that's just so simple right you you find the deal you organize everything you manage everything the other person brings in the cash and you split profits 50-50 win-win all the way around
1: win-win exactly yeah Yeah. so
0: Jean-Philippe so quick question for you because you've got so many properties now over 180 rental units how many buildings are those spread out across
1: more or less 10 I would say Uh, yeah more or less 10.
0: Now do you self-manage your properties do you have manage (laughs) on-site managers how do you how do you manage your tenants and toilets
1: that's a very, very good question. And it's always, I do teach at the, the Club d'Investissement Immobilier and I also founded the Real Estate Investors Club. So that's a question that always comes to me. Do you manage your tenants? Okay. My answer is no, because I'm on acquisition phase. So right. at one point in one of the events, we did an example of a person that managed their property, a person that doesn't manage, but take the same time, the same amount of time and put it in acquisition. Mm. And it's just insane. The money is in uh, optimizing, is in buying, find a deal, optimizing. And then when it's optimizing, when you squeeze the juice out of the property and you did everything you could to increase your net revenue, then you give it to somebody else. You accept the fact that the property is not gonna be managed as well as you would. So even if you have an employee, it's not gonna be as, as, as good as you would. But at one point you got 24 hour in a day, where is your time best spent? It's spent in acquisition and finding deals
0: plus it's hard to hang out in the Himalayas if you're busy managing <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes as well so you buy you buy liberty because when i that's a funny story because when i moved from my fourplex i bought a, a duplex just outside of montreal and i kept my fourplex and i had to do the management because the the cash was so low you can't afford a management company and i remember like the famous toilet call when I was actually having supper with my family and I had to go there, stop eating, going there, change the toilet. I say, no, that's not going to be how I'm going to work my life. This is not going to be how I live my life actually. Right.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So Jean-Philippe, you've you've done most, well, you've done all of your, your acquisitions in and around Montreal. You've got the club going, you've got thousands of people that are part of your of your club which is amazing so congratulations for that what do you think are the bigger differences between investing in Quebec versus the rest of Canada
1: well most of multifamilies are located in Quebec so I love multifamilies because I mean, you buy one building and you get 20 units to optimize. Let's say mm-hmm. if you take a 20 unit building, so you got 20 units to optimize instead of buying duplex and triplex where you need to buy, you need to go to notary, you need to go financing for a 20 unit. You just do it once. So basically I love it from that standing point. There's a, also in Quebec, people are renting more. They're less property owners. So there's a lot of apartment in Quebec and to be honest right now, Quebec is such a nice place. Montreal actually is such a nice place to invest because there's a vacancy actually is, is lower than 2%. So there's a crisis on the units availability. So, so you can do anything and squeeze those rents really high interest rate also are quite low. So back in Montreal, like everything is, is going very well. And actually it's the first time just read that in the paper today. It's the first time that in Quebec, the, uh, that's a French word. The PIB, the the, uh, the growth. Uh, I don't know how to change. i say it in English. But you know, the growth, uh, the growth percentage has been going up since eight months in a row. It has not been seen since eight years now. And the rest of Canada is quite low. It's I think it's 1.6, and uh, Quebec is is going at 3.6 uh, percent growth.
0: You're talking about for,
1: yes, exactly. I was searching for the term. Though. So basically, Quebec is just going. Very good. There's The market, is the price is actually lower than Canada. So all the rents are lower. So we're actually pacing up back to the normal value because there, there, there was the language barrier at the, at the beginning. So actually investors were not coming. And, and yeah, everything goes really well. That's a very, very good market right now in Montreal.
0: Yeah, I've yeah. definitely heard that. Yeah. So Jean-Philippe, I, I know that in other parts of the country, Ontario, British Columbia definitely come to mind. There are, you know, a lot of landlords are frustrated because it seems like the rules and regulations are so far in favor of tenants versus property owners. Do you have any similar issues in Quebec?
1: Yes, it's the same. Okay, it's the same. But again, you know what's the what's, what's good point out of it? So the market's so hot that you can negotiate with tenants. It's not unusual right now for a property owner to pay tenants $3,000, 5000 so they can actually leave your premises and re-rent that. So I just have an example. My last building I bought, and this is what I teach in class also, right now they pay $950 for a four and a half. And actually they quit and I do nothing to the apartment and I rented $1,200. So that's a $250 upside times 12, 12 months,
0: mm-hmm.
1: times, right now in Montreal, it's 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 around 20 to, to 25 times the net income. So the net income multiplier is about that. So actually, that's an increase in price of $60,000. That $60,000 added value just for just a single tenant leaving. So even if you give him $10,000 to leave... Get the heck out. Get the heck out. You just... So, yes, the rules are pretty strict, pretty much the same as the other country are. And actually, in Quebec, it's worse because there is no deposit when you do sign a lease. So that's not existent. No, that does not exist. So that's the worst place, actually, for these rules. But again, the supply and demand. So we were talking
0: before we we started recording that you were saying, and I corroborated this, that you saw a stat that approximately 50 percent of all multifamily properties in the entire country of Canada are located in Quebec, which to the rest of Canadians might sound mind-boggling, but actually it makes sense. If you look at the population base, the stat that that I've seen a lot is that 80% of all multifamily properties are in the Windsor to Montreal corridor, Windsor to Quebec corridor. So that makes sense because that's where the vast majority of the population of Canada is. But the other reason it made sense is you were telling me that Almost is it over 50% or close to 50% of people in Quebec are renters versus homeowners? Is that correct? So it's more of a that would
1: rent. make sense. Yeah, I don't have the stats, but that would make sense definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. very, very interesting. So I got a, a question for you. I know you've got a, a big club and going in Montreal. Do you see much in the way of people, investors from other provinces coming in and, and buying properties in Quebec? Has that started yet?
1: It does start. Actually, we have a Chinese uh, real estate broker at our next event who uh, talks about that. So we're uh, actually seeing that because of the tax, the foreign tax that doesn't exist, again, in Montreal. So it brings foreign investor coming in and also the city, again, Montreal is going up. And so it's a good time. But I don't see actually Canadian foreign investor being from another province. Yeah. I don't see uh, no other Canadian coming to Quebec it's, it's very very little very little so they stay in Ontario and they don't they don't actually come and buy Montreal so don't tell them don't tell them <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast It's
0: hard to say mum's a word there but yeah yeah but you know what I would imagine you know for most English Canadians the thought of investing in Quebec is intimidating mm-hmm. for many reasons the primary reason being you know, if you're a twin okay. like me that doesn't speak French,
1: language uh, that's barrier.
0: going to be a huge handicap yep. for sure. Yep. Different rules, different regulations, different language. Yep. So you're at a disadvantage if you don't speak the language.
1: Would you agree? Yeah, I do agree because it's a problem. That's We've just started, like I said, the Real Estate Investors Club, which actually we teach in English for Quebec. Because the problem is that real estate investors in Quebec, they do follow classes for like Canada wide, Canada wide or US, and they have problem applying that. So we do teach this. And in the lessons we do teach, we do the translation from some of the terms and some of the like promise to purchase uh, writings, because sometimes you're going to have a French seller, an English seller. But you know what? You can always be helped by someone. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's getting more and more bilingual. Like uh, it's it's not used in my my parents' time where you know, like there was the Anglophone Francophone but now it's I mean the younger generation do speak old languages quite easily so if you do want to invest yeah somebody's gonna help you and yeah but there's a different law system in Canada you use the common law and in Quebec we have the civil code from Napoleon we still use that one so it's different but. Again, it, it allows us for a different technique. So there's different rules, different techniques also to buy with little no cash, for example.
0: You know what? It just makes sense, right? Different places, different rules. You learn the, yep. the rules of the game, you play the yep. game wherever you're at. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yep, exactly. So in general, I'd like to get your input on it, because you must see this a lot. You must see a lot of newbie investors wanting to replicate what you've done or do their own version of getting into multifamily investing what would you recommend for somebody who's just kind of hasn't done very much in the way of real estate investing before for them to get started with multifamily investing?
1: Well, I think the first thing, first thing, first knowledge, obviously Uh, knowledge is the first thing first. After that, if they want to jump into a multifamily, they need to know their sector. So you want to invest, I'm pretty sure it's the same in Ontario, pretty sure the same, it's actually, it's the same wherever you invest. Is knowing your sector. When people are starting to invest in real estate, and I'm, I'm guilty of that actually. When I started looking at real estate, I would open my MLS system and just scroll down with my mouse and look at the province of Quebec. Everything goes from Setzil, which is really far east, and Ontario, and looking everywhere. What happened? Nothing moves because you you're too wide. How I've seen investors. Yeah, that's it. You don't know your sector, so I've seen investors like building portfolio of a thousand door in two boroughs in Montreal. So because they know the sector. So I think that a biggest mistake from a a starting point is to think big, thinking you're not going to miss a deal because you're looking big, but actually that's exactly the opposite. You're not going to be in the market. You're not going to know if you do renovate that apartment, how much it's going to be worth. And you're not going to be able to price your building correctly.
0: Good advice. Very, very good advice. That's fantastic. Time flies when we're having fun, my friend. (laughs) So if people want to find out more about you, more about the club, what should they
1: do? Just type in in Google uh, Real Estate Investors Club. So basically, we should come up there. So again, we're in the English division of the Club d'Investance Immobilier. That's the oldest in uh, Quebec. It's since 2001. It's been coaching, I think, 4,500 people graduated from that coaching program. So a lot, a lot of investors started there. So clubimmobilier.ca slash English. And then uh, you can have the Real Estate Investors Club. We have monthly events. We have some classes as well. But monthly event, I mean, they're $20. There's always a speaker that, that's in front. We had really, really good speeches like from uh, people holding $2,000 in Montreal. So that's that's very cool to listen to. So yeah, Real Estate Investors Club and,
0: in Montreal, and I'll be there. And Google you guys will pop up first.
1: Yes, we should, we should, <laughs> we should.
0: We'll put the direct link in the show notes if they want to it. Yes, you, click yes. That. Awesome, Jean-Philippe, thank you very much. Was there any questions that, I didn't have time to ask you that I should have asked you.
1: Well, that's a, that's a good question. No, I think you're a pretty good, uh, pretty good interviewer. I mean, you know, like both of us, we know that real estate is the best investment in the world. Yeah. Just get to know your sector. Take action actually. Yeah. Take action, take action. Sometimes you, People are following classes, reading books, watching podcasts, and, and that's pretty good. That's awesome watching, but take action afterward. That's where that happens. I, I call taking action, like making promise to purchase, shots to the net. I mean, if you don't shoot to the net, there's 100% chance that you're not gonna succeed. So a promise to purchase is just a shot at the net. So take a shot at the net, and maybe the goaltender will block it, or maybe it will go in. So take a shot.
0: That is a perfect
1: example. That's as French-Canadian, that's
0: as Canadian as it gets. It's all about (laughs) market real estate. Gotta love it. All right. Thank you very much, my friend. I really appreciate your time on the show today.
1: Thanks again for having me. All right.
0: All right, everybody. Take care, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.
1: Well, thanks very much for
0: checking out the Property Profits podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review be very, very much appreciated. And if you're looking to create a regular flow of inbound investor inquiries about your real estate deals, then I invite you to attend one of my upcoming live online demonstrations. And you can check that out at investorattractiondemo.com. Take care.